Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. Hey, it's Doug catching up with Jake McIntyre, actor, writer, and producer. And we're talking about his movie, Run the Race, online at runtheracemovie.com, available on Blu-ray, DVD, digital download. Jake, thank you so much for taking some time. Doug, appreciate you, brother. Happy to be here. Well, I guess from what I understand about the backstory on this, uh, there's a 14-year overnight success story. Is that what it shakes down to? That's what people think, and that, that's how crazy it is. Yeah, I started riding Run the Race in the, uh, the fall of 2004 at Dallas Baptist University, and then, you know, it finally came out this year, and so, yeah, we're, we're into our 15th year, I guess. And so um, it's just, yeah, it's been a wild, crazy ride. Well, talk a little bit about the genesis of the story here. While it's a fictionalized story, I understand it's, it's drawn from your life. Yeah, 100%. So I grew up, you know, in North Texas in a little town about – uh, an hour north of Dallas with about 1,600 people in it, you know, and I, I grew up with five brothers. I have five brothers, and we all went to church every single Sunday. We played every sport. We were pretty highly competitive, but we loved, you know, one another. But um, it was just growing up in this small town with this dynamic. I thought, hey, I haven't really seen a movie like this, you know, since like Stand By Me or something. And so I started thinking, you know, how cool would it be if two brothers kind of grew up on their own, maybe like their mom's kind of a, you know, grandma's kind of a you know hand-me-down house, and maybe their mom dies of cancer when they're little. Maybe their dad's a runaway drunk, and but these two brothers are trying to go for their dreams, be a football scholarship, track scholarship, trying to get out of this town and be successful. But I wanted to make it to where one brother believed in God and one brother didn't, and so you got to see them try to pursue success but with two different worldviews. And I just thought that would be a really cool story. So when I started writing this, I really just kind of cherry-picked every single thing, good and bad that happened to me and my brothers and our best friends and put it into one movie. And so even though, yes, it is um, a fictional story um, in, in its entirety, uh, every single thing that happened in the movie either happened to me or one of my friends or brothers. Well, and I think that's what makes uh, so many people identify it. The authenticity and everything comes through on that, and you're just like, yeah, I, I see that or I've been through that or I know somebody who's been through that. Absolutely. You know, like there's a coach played by Michael T. Williams, you know, who's Bubba off Forrest Gump, and he's an amazing actor. And he plays the coach that's kind of like the surrogate dad of these brothers, the dad that's not around. Then you have Francis Fisher, who is uh, kind of like their surrogate godmother who they work for at a grocery store. And she's kind of like the, the grandma that they've never had. And so I put these people, you know, kind of surrounding these brothers um, to love on them and to pour into them. Um, because that's kind of what I saw growing up, you know, who would pour into who and who would encourage who. And, and so, yeah, everybody can relate. Well, and I applaud you for uh, tackling different dynamics, especially from the broken home of the two brothers. I think a lot of times, you know, faith films or faith in general, we're not supposed to go through those things because everything's hunky-dory with Jesus, but it, it's, it gets real, real fast. It does. It gets real, real fast. And we like that. You know, we wanted it to be a real, raw, authentic film that kids and anybody could watch and just say, yeah, I remember a time like that. Or, yeah, that happened to me. Or that's believable. I can relate to that. You know, 
there's nothing worse than making a film and, and people are watching it going, eh, not really buying that. Yeah. You know what? We want, <laughs> we wanted to make a film to where every single person was like, ooh, that was gritty, but it was good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys did an amazing job, and I guess part of that whole 14-year journey involves uh, some, was it some football dude? Tim somebody or something got involved there? Tim Tebow? <laughs> yeah, yeah, some guy named Tim. He's a very nice guy. No, he, uh, <laughs> it was amazing how, you know, over the last 14 years, how God would build this team. And, you know, one year he would bring Tim or Robbie Tebow to the table through Trey Brunson to help build this, and then Bill Reeves in Nashville, and our director, co-screenwriter Chris Dowling, who directed it, did an amazing job, and other producers, Darren Mormon, Ken Carpenter. We've had such a, a, just a, a wild ride that each year and each season that God would bring more people onto this team and just continue to build it uh, for his glory and for our joy. And Yeah, it, it was a very um, great day whenever Robbie Tebow and Tim Tebow said, man, we love this, we want to be a part of it. So when you look at the box, you know, from executive producers Tim Tebow and Robbie Tebow, how involved were they? Was it just like, here's some money, go do it? What, did they want to get in behind the creative process? I mean, obviously um, having parts in the whole production, but... Yeah, 100%. I mean, not only from just uh, the monetary funding of the movie, that was huge, uh, but they're very, very hands-on. They, they don't uh, they don't have to do anything, okay? These guys are all in. Uh, they are hands-on. You know, Robbie Tebow was there every single day on set, you know? Uh, most executive producers are not, mm. you know. Um, Tim was there as much as he could be. His schedule's crazy, but he was always chiming in on the phone or uh, through emails or, you know, whenever he would show up on set, he would get caught up really fast. And if we had a big decision to make, we'd ping it off him. But it was essentially these guys really poured their heart and their souls into this because they related to the story because it's about two brothers going for their dreams, and even if they might disagree on some things, you know, which all brothers do. It's about continuing to love your brother and be in their form and support him and encourage him. And they've never heard a story like that. And they said, man, we, we've literally had over 50 scripts go by our desk, um, but this is the only one that really tugged on a heart that said we would be a part of it. So here's what I'm curious about, because all of us in some form or fashion, I hope, are pursuing a dream or a goal. What are the words of encouragement or what kept you going through 14 years? I mean, many people give up after 30 days. I think, honestly, if you're trying to pursue a dream that God has put on your heart, it's a God-given dream that is going to bring glory to His name first and foremost. Um, it's a different dream than just, hey, I'm going to go out and try to you know, start a business and it's just going to make money. No, if you're trying to do something that's really going to bring glory to God's name, and it could be through a business, um, there's going to be a different calling. And for us, it was like, hey, God, we just want to we feel obedient to this calling. We want to pursue you. We want to try to make this dream happen. But if you want to shut this down at any time, go ahead. <laughs> we would actually appreciate it, because this is really hard. Um, but it was like, God, as long as we have you, we have everything we need, uh, no matter what happens to us, in the pursuit of trying to, to make this dream come true. And when we would get that in our hearts, and whenever God would kind of solidify that and say, okay, is that really true? Is that really true, Jake? Is that really going on inside your heart? Uh, then all of a sudden, miracles would happen. Once we were at peace with, all right, uh, Jesus may never fund this movie, even though he's got the check in his back pocket from the beginning of time. He may not do it. And in that, when you kind of resonate with that, and you're at peace with it not happening, the next thing you know, you get phone calls and say, hey, Tim and Robbie Tebow want you to fly to L.A. and meet them, or, you, hey, we got this investor out of Idaho that wants to put you know almost a million dollars into this, or, hey, uh, this guy in Nashville wants to market this film. All these things 
would actually just show up in front of you, and it's like God saying, hey, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it when your heart's in the right place. So I would say, encourage anybody out there to just say, hey, pursue Jesus, number one, as you pursue the dream, but you have to pursue Christ and get him first and foremost before anything's ever going to come true. There you go. There you go. Seek first the kingdom and all the other stuff falls into play. Somebody said that somewhere. I was like, okay. Somebody <laughs> said that on a hill somewhere, didn't he? <laughs> Somebody on a mount somewhere was talking sometime and such and such. Yeah, it's kind of like, it, it feels so basic, and for those of us that have grown up in the church sometimes, it's kind of like you're used to hearing those things, so they're words or, or, or things on a paper, but it's really when you have to live them and put them in your heart that they come into play for real, right? Well, yeah, I mean, God, God really kind of just strips you down like an onion and peels you back and says, hey, what are you really made out of, and, and what do you really care about? You know, he tests your heart, but you know, man looks at the hour of appearance, but God weighs the heart. So in trying to make a movie, okay, a lot of people want to make movies, but... For us, it was, okay, uh, what movie are you telling? What is the story? And why are you telling it? And how are you going to tell that? Like, God's weighing all those things inside your heart. He's weighing all your motives. And when your motives are truly like, hey, for this film, it was for our team, it was, hey, we want to tell a story that encourages people to run after you as the maker and giver of all things. And then, and then he, you know, that's what Run the Race is about. And so he would let this go on for years. Until finally, we're all just so tired of trying to white knuckle it <laughs> that we're just, that we're just like, all right, God, I, okay, uh, whatever you want. And the next thing you know, the phone would start ringing, emails would start happening, we'd have meetings, and, and all of a sudden we got a green lit picture. And then we'd have actors and actresses come out of nowhere saying they want to be a part of this and saying they feel called to this. And that was just God. It was all God. You know, he was doing it all to where at the end of the day, you know, after we finished our race, yeah, 14 years later, we looked back on Jesus is like, you see what I did there? And we're just like, yes, well played. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what Run the Race is about. Well, that is awesome. I guess I'd be curious now, do you feel that uh, the climate for faith films, it feels like it's getting better and better as more quality films come out. You know, in the beginning of the genre, it was kind of painful, just like the beginning of contemporary Christian music sounded a little painful in hindsight. Do you feel it's, uh, I don't know if I want to say the word easier, uh, more open, I guess, maybe Hollywood being more open to faith films because they do make money. Absolutely. And I I think it's great. They just have to be undeniably good. Yeah. And that's, like you said earlier, you know, um, you know, getting getting off that launch pad was really hard, and some of the pioneers did a great job to to, to enable us to uh, to have this opportunity to even make movies like this. Um, but I'm encouraged by it because now Hollywood is really just saying we just want a good movie. Mm. Like you can have some Jesus in there, you can have you know a faith element in there. We just want a good movie, so if you guys can make good movies, we'll distribute it for you. And that's what I love about Roadside Attractions, who, you know, they did movies like Manchester by the Sea, the Oscar winner, and they did movies, um, you know, uh, that are just kind of all over the place. But mm-hmm. they pick up movies like Run, they, they pick up movies like Run the Race, and I can only imagine because they're like, hey, we feel like these are good movies that impact people, and we want to be a part of it. And I love that about Hollywood. Any plans uh, in the future? Are there uh, film or acting opportunities we can look forward to, or is it still uh, under wraps? You know, it was really cool. We, we were actually in Nashville a week or so back, uh, the whole gang, you know, me, Chris Dowling, Robbie Tebow, um, and we were just kind of brainstorming, hey, what's the next movie going to be? You know, we're all kind of writing different scripts, and we're just trying to figure out as a team, like, hey, what do we feel God calling us to? Guys, do you think this one's going to be the one? And right now, we're just, we have a lot of scripts on the table. 
and we're just praying, hey, Lord, which one do you want us to pursue with reckless abandon as a team um, to try to do something big for you? And we're just going to kind of wait until we hear that voice. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this has been some great time, Jake. I don't know if I'm not asking another the, the wrong question or a story that we're missing, but I feel like we've covered good ground. Is there anything else? No, man. I, I super appreciate it. You guys can call me anytime. Um, look, look us up at, uh, you know, Run the Race. We have a Facebook page, runtheracemovie.com. Um, or you could personally find me, Jake McIntyre, on Facebook. I'd love to help anybody that is trying to do this um, and just trying to encourage people to run after their dreams, run after God as hard as they can. Well, kudos to you and uh, a well-done film, and uh, super appreciate the time, Jake. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Doug. Anytime, brother. I'm Jamie Summers from Afternoons with Heart and Humor. Something you may not know about me is I'm really conscious of what I put in my body. So I eat healthy, try to stay as active as possible. That's also why I was so excited when I heard that Dr. Kellum at the Kellum Stem Cell Institute is able to retrieve my own stem cells and place them exactly where I need them most with focused infusions. If you're ready for something more effective and a healthier way to heal, get more information at KellumStemCellInstitute.com. 